Sunday, the first week of Lent, um, we have the Divine Intimacy reading titled The Great Combat in the first Sunday of Lent. Let's always remember that we are in the presence of God <clears throat> by um, making the sign of the cross, which is a prayer. And nomine patris, filii, spiritus sancti, amen. O Jesus, I withdraw in spirit with you to the desert. Teach me how to fight the triple concupiscence of the flesh, pride, and avarice. <clears throat> Meditation number one. On this day, which is the real beginning of Lent, the church invites us to the great combat, the struggle against sin, which will bring us to the Easter resurrection. Our model is Jesus, who, although exempt from the incitements of concupiscence, willed to be tempted by the devil for us <clears throat> in order to have compassion on our infirmities. Hebrews 4.15 After 40 days of rigorous fast, while he is feeling the pangs of hunger, Jesus is tempted by Satan to change stones into bread. No one can undertake a serious program of penance or mortification without feeling its discomforts. But that is the time to resist the insinuating voices which invite us to condescend to the demands of nature. That is the time to reply with Jesus. Not in bread alone does man live, but in every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Man's life is far more dependent on the will of God than on material food. If we are convinced of this truth, we shall have the courage to submit to privations privations, trusting in divine providence for our sustenance. Jesus was next tempted to pride. If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down, and in their hands the angels shall bear thee up. Such a miracle would have aroused the admiration and enthusiasm of the people. But Jesus knew that his Father had chosen an entirely different way for him, the way of humiliations rather than of triumphs, the way of the cross and of death because he had no desire to escape the, from this way. He resolutely reject, rejected the su suggestion to pride. The best means of conquering temptations to pride and vanity is to choose exactly what humiliates us and makes us appear little in the eyes of others. The devil returns to the attack and tempts Jesus to avarice. All these I will give thee, if falling down thou will adore me. <clears throat> but Jesus replies, The Lord thy God shall not, I mean, shall adore, and him only shall thou serve. He whose heart is firmly anchored in God will never be, never let it be drawn away from his service by an attraction for or an envy of earthly things. But if this strong adherence to God is weakened of earthly things, but if this strong adherence to God is weakened or lost, the temptations to avarice will often succeed in making even those stray who have special vocation to be serving God alone. Jesus was tempted because he willed it. We, however, are tempted without willing it, and often against our will. The temptation of Jesus was wholly exterior, for it found no echo within him. On the contrary, our nature, wounded by the triple concupiscence, of the flesh, pride, and avarice is only an easy prey for the assaults of the devil. But it, it is 
itself the source of many temptations. It is impossible for us to live without temptations. Our virtue does not consist in being exempt from them, but in being able to overcome them. It is a struggle which none can escape. God even wishes this struggle to be the price of eternal life. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he has been proved, he shall receive the crown of life. Let us learn from Jesus how to conduct ourselves in temptations. Primarily, he teaches us to have great confidence in God. Jesus would not satisfy his hunger nor impress men by means of a brilliant miracle nor accept kingdoms and wealth because in a spirit of perfection, filial confidence, he had entrusted everything to the Father's care, his life, his mission, and his glory. Those who will fully trust in God and who rely on his divine providence will not easily be enticed by the vain flattery of the devil, the world, or the flesh, because they know that only God can give true blessings and real happiness. We should extend the practice of this confidence to the moment of temptation. If God permits us to be tempted, he does not permit us to be tempted beyond our strength. And accompanying every temptation, there's always a special, actual grace sufficient to overcome it. Therefore, instead of being disturbed by the violence of the struggle, let us use faithfully the grace God always gives and turn to him in humble, confident prayer. Call to prayer. Lord God, our Father, life by which all live, without which everything would be as dead. Do not abandon me to evil thoughts and to pride. Take away from me all concupiscence and do not give me as prey to an irreverent and foolish spirit. But take possession of my heart that I may always think of you. Help me now, my Redeemer, I beseech you so that I will not fall before my enemies caught in the snares which they set for my feet to abase my soul. But save me, strengthen my salvation, that I may not become a laughingstock to your enemies who hate you. Rise, O Lord, my God, my strength, your enemies will be dispersed. Those who hate you will flee before your face. As wax melts in the fire, so do sinners vanish before your face. I shall hide myself in you and rejoice with your children, satiated with your good things, and you, O Lord, Father of orphans, protecting mother, spread your wings that under them we may take refuge from our enemies. St. Augustine. I entrust myself to you, my God, my Savior. I wish, particularly in times of struggle, to take refuge in you with redoubled confidence, for you are my defense and will deliver me from the nets of the fowler and from all misfortune. You will cover me with your wings, and I shall be safe. Your fidelity will surround me like a shield, and I shall fear neither the terrors of the night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that roams in darkness, nor the attacks of the noonday devil. You are my hope, Lord. You are my refuge. O Most High, you have commanded your angels to watch over all my paths and they will bear me in their hands, lest my feet strike against a stone. Psalms 93 through 12. Thank you.